0: for a soul up in good day everyone and welcome to today's living Life. Two days ago, I talked about learning to zoom in and out of the passage to get a holistic idea while looking at the details and then going back and forth um, as well. And, you know, I talked about having a kind of incorrect understanding of the tabernacle from the limited resources that I had many years ago uh, without internet and so forth. Now, today we have the internet. And so you could actually look up, you could type in the tabernacle and see like hundreds of... um, Pictures, paintings, diagrams, and so forth. And, you know, kind of the simplest, in its most simplest form, the diagram that you may find, uh, that I actually looked at as well, looks very sparse. It's just, it's basically two squares together that forms a triangle, a rectangle, not a triangle, a rectangle. And then one is the outer court. And then in the second square, you have the inner court with the tent. And then you have the holy place and then the most Holy Place. And then in the Holy Place, you have three pieces of articles, two of which we are going to talk about today. And so, I actually do encourage you, you know, I hope you are curious as to what this actually looks like. And, you know, you can kind of compare uh, and find the best representation or something that kind of intrigues you the most. But I actually do suggest you look up some photos or not photos, uh, pictures, diagrams, to help you get a better sense and understanding. So with that, I'll let you do some Googling searches and then read the passage and then we'll continue.
1: Exodus chapter 37 verses 17 through 29 They made the lampstand of pure gold. They hammered out its base and shaft and made its flower-like cups, buds, and blossoms of one piece with them. Six branches extended from the sides of the lampstand, three on one side and three on the other, Three cups, shaped like almond flowers with buds and blossoms, were on one branch, three on the next branch, and the same for all six branches extending from the lampstand. And on the lampstand were four cups, shaped like almond flowers with buds and blossoms. One bud was under the first pair of branches extending from the lampstand, a second bud under the second pair, and a third bud under the third pair, six branches in all. The buds and the branches were all of one piece with the lampstand, hammered out of pure gold. They made its seven lamps, as well as its wick trimmers and trays of pure gold. They made the lampstand and all its accessories from one talent of pure gold. They made the altar of incense out of acacia wood. It was square, a cubit long and a cubit wide and two cubits high, its horns of one piece with it. They overlaid the top and all the sides and the horns with pure gold and made a gold molding around it. They made two gold rings below the molding, two on each of the opposite sides to hold the poles used to carry it. They made the poles of acacia wood and overlaid them with gold. They also made the sacred anointing oil and the pure fragrant incense the work of a perfumer.
0: Today's passage has two sections, and they both have parallels from earlier passages in Exodus. Firstly, the lampstand can also be found uh, and was mentioned in Exodus 25 verses 31 to 40, which was covered on June 14th. The altar of incense was mentioned in chapter 30, verses 1 to 10, and this was covered on June 24, so 10 days apart. And, you know, I would actually recommend you go back to these two days if you were consistent with your quiet time and check what your reflection, what your devotional and sharing was on these days, and I think it'd be very, very interesting and quite blessing as well as you compare from today. Now, as we continue, uh, whenever there's like numbers, measurements, amounts in the Bible, especially the Old Testament, but also some parts of New, I like to make modern day conversions. And today, the lampstand is mentioned to be made of pure, solid gold of one talent. One talent of pure, solid gold. Now, if you read your, the NLT, New Living... Translation um, They actually make the conversion for you But for Americans only for some reason uh, It says one talent is 75 pounds of gold 75 pounds for the rest of the world, the rest of us What does that mean? 75 pounds is 34 kilograms of pure solid gold 34 kilograms, can you just imagine that? If you were to make it into one giant block I have no idea how big it would be But it's, we know how heavy it would be 34 kilograms of gold You could lift it up, but it'd be really heavy, right? Really heavy. And the lampstand, one giant lampstand, well not giant, but standard size, but 34 kilograms of gold. And so today's passage mentions two out of three articles in the holy place. And this is just outside the most holy place. Now, the thing is, we don't know what these things are for. Right? Nowhere in the Bible, in the Old Testament, you know, Exodus, Leviticus Do they tell us what they are for What the significance is We only know what they are used for What must be done So firstly, looking at the lampstand If we look at verse, chapter 25, verse 40 It says, see, this is God speaking See that you make them according to the pattern shown you on the mountain this, These are my instructions Just do it like I tell you to do, right? so that's pretty straightforward and if if we kind of fast forward to Leviticus chapter 24 verses 1 to 3 it says the lord spoke to moses saying command the people of israel to bring you bring you pure oil from beaten olives for the lamp that our light may be kept burning regularly outside the veil of the testimony um in the tenth of meeting, Aaron shall arrange it from evening to morning before the Lord regularly. It shall be a statute forever throughout your generations. He shall arrange the lamps on the lampstand of pure gold before the Lord regularly. So this is the same lampstand that we are talking about today. And so it must be kept lit regularly, and the high priest is to maintain this. And then Going back to chapter twenty-five, verse thirty-seven, make the seven lampstands, seven lamps for the lampstand, and set them so they reflect their light forward. This is interesting, and we're going to come back to this. Uh, there's like a thing behind or on the lamp that reflects the light, right? Um, and it has the light forward. We'll come back to this. The next piece of uh, piece of furniture, or Furniture article. The altar of incense is also mentioned in Leviticus chapter 16, verses 12 to 13. And it says, "And he shall make." take a censer full of coals of fire from the altar before the Lord and two handfuls of sweet incense beaten small, and he shall bring it inside the veil and put the incense on the fire before the Lord, that the cloud of the incense may cover the mercy seat that is over the testimony so that he, sh- he does not die. So um, if you look at the diagram that you know you may have looked up, the lampstand is kind of soon after you go into the holy place and the altar of incense is right in front of the entrance to the most holy place. And so since uh, you know you burn it, incense is kind of creates kind of like smoke, right? Kind of thin smoke. And we kind of see a purpose here and what is to be done. They do it and there is kind of a purpose that it will cover the mercy seat. And this is talking about the ark. Right, um, and it'll cover with the smoke um, the mercy seat, uh, the, the ark, so that the high priest will not die. Right now, isn't this interesting? Peter ends comments that this may be just kind of this ambiguity. Maybe the point of the entire thing, the lampstand and the altar of incense, that we don't know exactly what it's for, and we are meant to take it as it is. It doesn't matter that we don't really know what they are for, and it shouldn't change the fact uh, that God said this is what he wants and this is what we should do. So God God is sovereign, and his ways, his high ways, are not something for us to, you know, figure out for ourselves. We receive it as it is, even though it may be mysterious. Now, I would like to prayerfully offer... Um, Some possible points of of significance. Now, firstly, it's interesting that I mentioned, you know, when I read the lampstand is to face forward, right? Now, we don't know which way is forward exactly, but logically speaking, forward would be towards the entrance, right? So the lampstand would have its back to the most holy place um, and then facing the entrance, which is where the high priest would come in, right? So the light is. For the priest. Next, the altar of incense, the smoke as it is as the incense is burnt, covers and it hides the ark so that the priest won't die. Now, what am I talking about? What is the point? The question is: who is the beneficiary of these two things? The lampstand with its light facing forward and the altar of incense from the smoke covering the most holy place so that the priest won't die. Who benefits? The high priest. Right? So I was thinking, this is kind of like our worship, and I've already made this point yesterday, Right, that worship is for our benefit while it is to God, and this I think is where we can get our application. As I prayerfully gave, I hope that you will prayerfully receive it. And I kind of hope that I had more time to unpack this, Uh, but um, I'm pretty strong in my conviction in in saying, and repeating again what I said before, the beneficiary of worship, right? Worship is for the benefit, for our benefit, for the benefit of the worshiper while it is to God. I think sometimes we have this uh, misunderstanding that, you know, worship is for God and like if I don't worship God, God is missing something and losing something, missing out on something, right? That's really not the case. I mean, if we don't worship God, the rocks are going to start worshiping and praising him, right? He doesn't need our worship, but you know who needs to worship God? We do. Worship is for our benefit. And so for application, um, I think this kind of Possibly fresh understanding of worship As you approach um, The next worship that you may have It could be a midweek worship It could be on Zoom It could be on YouTube Sunday that you may go to church Thinking about how God has called you to worship and it will build you up. It is to build you up and to build your relationship with Him while the focus is all and completely on Him. I think there is something there that we can grow and learn from and also do and correct in our understanding as well. Yeah, let's pray. God, we thank You for Your Word. We thank You that we have the privilege of entering your presence, of being with you, O God, of even coming to you, Um, even though we may uh, be sinners, that you have sent your Son, Jesus Christ, to make the way possible. You have torn the veil, O God, and made the way for us to approach you. And I pray uh, that we will approach you uh, willingly, joyfully, Lord, But also in a way that pleases you and that we and that will grow us, nurture us, and mature us, Lord. So God, I pray that your spirit would speak in our hearts and our minds and teach us to grow in you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.